This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. So a couple of weeks ago, um, Dr. Chilton talked about Ebola, um, the current outbreak. It's kind of been going on since about a year ago um, in some of the similar parts of uh, Africa as it was previously. Um, got me thinking about some of the uh, options that we have to treat it this time around that we didn't before. So just want to kind of briefly go over those um, with you guys. So. Uh, there are some vaccines that are that are currently being made and developed. Um, there's about five or six that are in early stages of development. There is one uh, that's currently being used in Africa as kind of a compassionate use. So they do have good data on it. Um, out of 90,000 patients that they tested it on, only 71 of them went on to actually develop Ebola. Um, and of those, 56 developed symptoms within 10 days of vaccination. So this vaccine, uh, what they're thinking is that takes about 10 days to really build that immunity to it. Um, and even those that did develop uh, Ebola after that 10 days, zero died from it. So it's offering protection not only from getting Ebola, but also from um, becoming very sick from it. Um, in terms of treatment, there are a couple different treatment options. Again, all being used as compassionate use, not officially FDA approved, but there was a study that actually just came out two weeks ago that showed that there are two, two uh, two drugs that have emerged as being highly effective um, and very useful for treatment. So one is called REGN-EB3. Um, basically, it's three monoclonal antibodies that prevent the virus from replicating in the body and also help to, uh, to make your immune system more likely to kill the cells that are infected. Um, and then there's another one that's a single monoclonal antibody that actually, um, interestingly enough, was isolated from the survivor of, an, of the outbreak from 1995. Um, and even years and years after that infection, he still uh, maintains and makes this antibody. So they've harvested that from him and found a way to recreate it. And so um, they're showing that those two have shown the highest rate of efficacy, uh, dropping mortality rates down to 10% when patients are being treated immediately. So that's compared to uh, mortality is anywhere from 50 to 90% from the recent outbreak. So this is dropping it down to 10%, um, which is awesome. There's a couple other uh, medications that you may hear about, but those two have recently been proven or shown to be the most effective. Now, uh, only thing to consider is that they did test it on just one strain of the Ebola virus. Like the flu, there's many different strains, so they're still kind of working out whether or not uh, this will be effective for other streams, but definitely some promising information, especially as it continues to grow in Africa and um, if it were ever to make its way over to the United States, there are some options that we would have for our patients and for ourselves. So. Cool. Any questions? Thank you. Hello, Emergency Medical Minute listeners. This is Nancy Lorenzon, faculty in biological sciences at the University of Denver and pre-health advisor for the university. I want to tell you about an awesome event that we're hosting later this month. On November 21st to the 24th, clinicians, educators, policymakers, and community will gather at the University of Denver for the first Colorado Behavioral Health and Wellness Summit. The intersection of mental health and substance use continues to be a challenge in the state of Colorado, as you know. The University of Denver, the Mental Health Center of Denver, and EnvisionU join forces to create the summit as we share a collective commitment to encourage neighbors, friends, family, and colleagues from all around Colorado to learn more about behavioral health issues and substance use disorder. At this summit, speakers and presenters will engage our community to break down silos statewide and to bridge gaps in communication and collaboration. The summit will provide various audiences with approaches to awareness and education, training and clinical practice, 
and policy advocacy in action. Participants are able to discover new tools and resources, discuss practical strategies for change, and connect with colleagues and experts. We hope this community collaboration will foster an increased focus on tackling these difficult issues. The event is free and open to the public, and we hope you all join. For more information, please visit our website at portfolio.du.edu slash co health and wellness summit, or you can contact me at nancy.lorenzon at du.edu. We are on a quest to provide the world with free medical education. Please help us out by rating us on iTunes, following us on social media, and subscribing to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.